one decision away from losing it all. One moment is all that it takes to have everything disappear. This is a thought that came up to me the other day when I was going through meditation and stacking and getting to the place of understanding that I'm only one decision away from losing everything. And the reason why I say that in such a way is to make sure that I understand that and you understand the gravity of where I sit every single day. One decision away that could ruin my family. One decision away that could break that trust. One decision away that could destroy everything. And the reason why I know that is because of the life that I've lived, how I've showed up, how I have destroyed so many different things, and how I've made so many decisions that have been destructive in nature. Destructive for myself, destructive for my family, for my business, for my jobs, like for all the different aspects of life, extremely destructive. Those decisions that I've made over the course of years have been patterned with my own self-desires, with my own things that I wanted in the moment, regardless of what everybody else wanted, regardless of the truth, regardless of facts, regardless of what's right or wrong or morally good or not morally good, all these different pieces. And those decisions I made every single day had to do with one thing in mind, myself. That was it. Didn't think about anybody else, didn't care about anybody else. It didn't matter. This is why I got into relationship after relationship. This is why one relationship was ending while another relationship was beginning. This is why getting with my wife and thinking, hey, maybe this will fix it, wasn't the answer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because all it did was it just perpetuated the cycle, but under a covert mask of, oh, I'm faithful, while at the same time I'm cheating. And this pattern happened over and over and over again. And I got used to being a place where I could look people in the eye and lie to them over and over because it didn't matter. There was no right or wrong. It didn't really matter. What mattered was looking and appearing a certain way, having that mask, having that image, but it didn't matter what I did. I was exempt from that. I was living the hypocritical life of saying, hey, this is what you need to do in your marriage, in your relationship, in your work environment, in your personal growth and development. But did that apply to me? No. But I had to look that way so I could do whatever I wanted. Now, when I talk to this aspect of like one decision away from losing it all, now with where we're at right now, so life's completely different. Completely different in the aspect of having a connected, committed relationship. Like that's not been the majority of the relationship because of how I showed up. I showed up as a coward. I showed up as weak. I showed up as a person who wasn't a man, who was just a boy running around and doing his own thing and not focused on my growth, my development, and how that impacted the people that were around me. And so now where we have a committed relationship, now where I'm showing up as a man in the relationship, leading my wife, leading my family, showing up on a day-to-day -day basis of saying, hey, I'm actually here to help support you and help serve you in the relationship, completely different. Like being able to go on like weekly date nights where we actually are connected, where we actually have fun, where it's actually like communication, where we talk about deep topics, not just surface level stuff. Being able to actually connect with my daughter on a way that I've never connected with her before. Being able to understand like what she's going through, having to stop, pause, and actually try to work through her emotions when she's not feeling good, when she's struggling, when, when all these things are happening. 
Like the life that we live now is completely polar opposite to the hell that we were living in before. And this has all been based on multiple, multiple decisions that I've made in the past that have put me in the place of showing up as an abusive person. Now, I mentioned at the beginning, one decision away. One decision of breaking that trust, one decision of falling to the side, one decision of making a decision that would produce something in my life that I don't like. A disconnection with my wife, a breaking apart of what we do or how I show up or whatever it might be. Is I want to kind of explain to you how I got here through a couple of principles. Understanding that the person I was versus the person I am today could not and would not happen with the lies that I was telling myself and telling others. The lies that were inundated of my life completely. Like up until like mid 30s, like my parents thought that I was a great liar. They thought that I was great at showing up and being honest to a lot of different people. So they didn't realize that I was actually a liar. So they thought it was great, not at lying. I misspoken that. They thought it was great at just always getting caught. Like I was great at being honest. And then when I was a liar, I would get caught. They thought I was really bad at it. Couldn't lie to save anything. But in reality, I was a great liar because I would only get caught on things I wanted to get caught and I would lie about everything else. So there's this whole aspect of the decision that I made were based on all of these lies I would tell myself and then tell other people. How did we actually get here? Part of how we got here is this aspect of living by a code. Now, when I talk about code, I'm talking about like not just morals and not just ethics and not just right or wrong, good or bad, but a way of living that has actually transformed how I show up every single day. Is this the only thing? No. Is this probably one of the biggest things? Yes. Do I also do therapy? I also work on myself. I also have a lot of meditation, a lot of different practices that I all work together in this growth piece, but it boils down to the place of living by a code, a set of rules, a set of steps, a set of guidelines, frameworks to be able to move myself from point A to point B in integrity versus showing up as I have in the past as a liar. So what does it mean to live by a code? Four different things. The first thing is showing up real. Now, when I'm talking about real, I'm just talking about not lying being completely authentic with who I actually am on a day-to-day basis. This means when I'm feeling, thinking, like stuff is happening, I'm not hiding it. I'm not running away from it. I'm not hiding it from my wife or from myself or from social media a lot of times. I'm saying like, hey, this is what's going on. There's different levels of communication that happen to social media, to my different communities that I work with, to my wife, to my therapist. But all of that is showing up transparent and saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is who I am. This is how I've shown up. This is the things that I've done. Not all those things are pretty. Not all those things are nice to hear, but I also show up real every single day saying, hey, I can only go through life dealing with the real facts of my life. This is what happened. Like, did this happen? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. This is what happened. It is factual. That helps me get very, very clear just about the situation. Now, then there's a lot of feelings that come out from that. So part of it is showing up, number one, is being real. So dealing with real facts. The second one is showing up being raw, getting really raw with my feelings of how do I actually feel about those facts? Notice I didn't put the feelings first and I didn't attach them to the facts. They're actually separate. So being able to say, okay, I'm going to live true and honest. And these are the facts about what's going on. If I take an honest look at my life, this is the facts of how I've shown up. Abusive, like asshole, gaslighting, manipulating. Like these are the facts. 
Okay. Now, how do I feel about them? In the past, didn't care because I was lying to myself because those weren't my facts then. Those wanted to be my truth, my perception, my idea, like all the different things because I didn't want to believe the truth. Instead, I wanted to believe the lies I was telling myself. So now, as I look back, I'm like, okay, this is how I feel about it. I don't appreciate that. I don't like that. That's not something that I want in my life. Like, it makes me feel shame. It makes me feel guilt. It makes me feel, like, frustrated that that's how I showed up for such a long period of time, thinking that it was working when it wasn't. Then we move into the third piece, which is relevancy. Relevancy, what we're really talking about is understanding, like, how this focus has actually gotten me to this place. Understanding, hey, here's the facts of how I showed up. This is how I feel about it. What has been the focus that has actually got me here? What has been the story that I've been telling myself for such a long period of time? For me, it was, I'm a good person. I want to tell myself that. I wanted to believe that over and over and over when reality just wasn't true. I didn't have facts to prove it, but I didn't want to believe that. Which is why I compartmentalized it, pushed it aside, ignored it, did everything I could to not engage with it so I didn't have to be honest. So then we're looking at have to show up real, have to get raw, and have to talk about relevancy of the focus of the story that I need to have. Those have produced the results that were in my life. Now, when I take a look at that, I'm like, hey, I don't like these results. I don't like these facts in my life. What do I need to do? I need to shift the focus. I need to change the story that I'm telling myself about myself. I'm a good person to what is actually real. Getting back to the facts. This is how I've shown up. This is how I've been abusive. This is how I've been rude. This is how I've been mean. This is how I've been like emotionally manipulative. All the things. Okay. So like the facts about it, take the feelings of this is how I feel about it. And then what is the focus need to shift to so that I'm not showing up doing the same results? What is the story I need to tell myself? What is the thought that I need to process so that I'm not actually going back and doing the things that I say I don't want to do, but I keep doing them? So like, this is the process that has to change in reality of like saying, okay, the story that I'm telling myself is not true. The one of I'm a good person, but I'm not actually a good person. Okay. So then what is actually true? Okay. The facts are, this is how I've shown up. This is how I feel about it. Now, what do I need to change my focus to, to produce the fourth thing, the fourth thing, which is results of having different fruit in my life. So for me, the focus had to be changed of what I think about therapy, what I think about love, what I think about myself, how I process my emotions. Are emotions good or bad? What do they actually show up as? How I process shame? What is guilt? Can I even find that guilt? What is remorse? All these different pieces, trying to break it down and be able to discover the pieces inside of myself that I've compartmentalized, hid, cut off, done different things to so that I don't have to experience life in its totality. So this whole goal is living by a code, is getting to a place at a baseline of being honest. This is what we talk about. This is what we teach in the communities and the in the in the groups that we run. So people understand, like, until you get really real, really honest about the facts of your situation, there's nothing we can really do to help you change. Whether that's talking to a narcissist or whether it's talking to a survivor, same principle. We have to get very, very clear on the facts of the situation. We have to then see how you feel about your current situation. We have to see the focus that got you into that situation and the focus that will get you out so that you can have different fruit in your life. For me, it's knowing and understanding that without living by a code of honesty and transparency, I put myself back in the situation of going back to those abusive behaviors, of going back to the person that if I don't have a code or a standard to live by, everything's free game. So why not do those things? 
But changing it by living by a code and understanding that I have one decision to make every single day of how I'm going to show up is absolutely crucial. How are you living by a code today? If you want to know more about this or how we break it down or how I teach it, but then how you can live it on a day-to-day -day basis as well, go to rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. Let me know, hey, I want to know more about the code. I want to know more about how you actually live this on a day-to-day -day basis and how it's transformed your life. And we'll see if we're a good fit to work together or move forward from there. Rawmotivations.com. Y'all have a blessed day.